Hello everyone and welcome to a very, very special episode of Double FM Sports. I am Todd File. I'm Ethan Thayer. And I'm J.R. Mizrak. And the reason we say that this is very special is because not only are we in person again, no more lousy phone calls, but also we have a new mic set up. So we're trying that out, hoping it works out well. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first time since episode one that we are all together and in person. Because yes. I had my surgery after episode one, and uh, yeah, so first time back in person, new microphone like Todd hey. said. Alright, let's do this. Alright, so we got some news for you guys right here. Um, it's funny because JR, you texted in our in our group chat here that there's not a whole lot of news and then proceeded to list a ton of news stories down. So kind of a packed list here uh, if we want to get into it here. Yeah, I think I've got at least like 10 things. Yeah. All right, let's do the quick rundown here. Uh, first off, the first one I put down was that there's some soccer stuff. Obviously, the Premier League is back. Uh, La Liga's back. The Bundesliga's been back for a Probably almost a month now. Good two, three weeks, yeah. Bayern Munich has officially won the title. I say that with Ethan next to me in his Borussia Dortmund jersey. <laughs> that makes me very happy. So, shout out Bayern Munich, you know. Um, we got a little bit of NASCAR. NASCAR has been happening. I know mm-hmm. we're in Pennsylvania, and Pocono is coming up oh, yeah. within the next couple of days, so... That's exciting. I know as we're recording this, Talladega is today, as it, I'm pretty sure, got rained out yesterday. And um, I know this is something that I like. UFC Fight Island is coming up the next, <laughs> Sounds I think, like a bad TV show. <laughs> four, yeah, four weeks out of four in the month of July, Fight I, Island will be happening. Wow. That looks, that's cool. All right, now into some more detailed stuff. Brandon Brooks of the uh, Eagles has officially torn his ACL, and I'm assuming will probably be out for the whole entire season. Usually that's what happens with a torn ACL. Yeah, Yeah. but so that should be a little bit of a blow in that offensive line. Um, Let's see. Debo Samuel, also sticking around the NFL, um, broke his foot. And uh, probably one of the biggest NFL news headlines is that Jamal Adams, uh, the all-pro safety of the New York Jets, has requested a trade out of the team. Um, He has been in pretty intense contract negotiations with uh, the front office there, and according to him, they are not moving at all on signing a new contract with him. So he really wants out. Well, I just want to say the Jamal Adams thing, like, I think it's, oh yeah, I think it's also the fact that, um, I don't know, the Jets obviously have been historically, in other words, bad, and I think he kind of wants to get out and maybe, maybe get You know, something. win a championship. Win, win something, yeah. Yeah. Because we all know the Jets haven't won something in... Quite a long time, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think we only have one more bit of NFL news, and that's, um... The kicker for the New York Giants, Aldrick Rosas, um, was, yeah, I guess arrested uh, a couple days ago after a hit-and-run accident. Um, It's suspected that perhaps alcohol uh, played a role in it, but, um, yeah, nothing 
too big, if that makes sense, but at the same time still a hit and run charge. So, um, yeah, pretty cut and dry there. I don't know. I mean, like three weeks ago, we were talking about the fact that all these NFL players <laughs> keep getting arrested. Yeah. And I thought we were done. And all of a sudden, Todd texts me and he goes, yeah, Algic Gross Sauce got arrested. And I was like, well, I guess they're picking back up or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well. Um, I know the MLB, I'm not a big expert on the MLB, but I know it seems that they're having a little bit of trouble. <laughs> More than a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They're having some trouble talking about restarting so mm-hmm. i don't really know how that's gonna work out because as of like right when this whole problem started i thought the mlb was gonna be okay because they seem to just be like yeah we're gonna cancel some spring training games and then be good but obviously that's not the case nope fierce um, negotiations between the uh the players union and um the the league president so stay tuned for that yeah, uh, going into hockey, it seems that, I don't know, at least me being a big hockey fan, I thought the Buffalo Sabres were on the come up. They had, you know, one of the best young players in Jack Eichel. If I'm not mistaken, Jeff Skinner was one of the best goal scorers last year. And I've heard reports that the Buffalo Sabres are looking to completely dismantle either the front office or the team or both. I can't remember exactly what, but... That comes a little bit as a surprise for me because, you know, I thought they were at least in the next five years going to be doing better than what they were when they were picking out of the lottery in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, this just kind of came up in my head. Um, we were talking about soccer a little bit, and if I'm not mistaken, the MLS is starting back up on, I want to say, July 8th. Um at the, the Disney Resort Complex down in Orlando, which is also where the NBA will be starting up. Um, but the, uh, the MLS will be having a pretty large tournament with a bunch of different games down there. Um, so stay tuned for that. Keeping with the uh, idea of soccer, I know we have a lot of news, but I think this is at least my last piece. I know that it's been rumored that Timo Werner was going to sign with Chelsea. That is now official. He has signed, I believe, a $54 million contract <laughs> with the boys at Stamford Bridge. That is where they play, right? I have no clue. But I'm pretty sure. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Yeah, at least you didn't say like Old Trafford or something. Yeah. But <laughs> okay. okay. But yeah, he is, I'm pretty sure, the uh, like highest paid when it comes to buying off of teams German in either the history of the Premier League or coming out of the Bundesliga. I can't remember which it is, but <laughs> needless to say, $54 million for a striker. A lot of money. <laughs> yes, a lot of money. Um, one more thing, at least, that I have. Uh, Belmont Stakes, if you're into horse racing, uh, happened, what, yesterday? yesterday two days ago? Two days ago, yeah. Anyway, um, it's... One of the three events in the uh, the crown, um, the triple crown of horse racing, along with um, Preakness and the Kentucky Derby. But anyway, um, what was the horse's name? I Tis forget. the Law. Tis the Law, with a Z, not with an S, a Z. Tis the Law uh, won Preakness, or not Preakness. I am Belmont. so sorry, Belmont. Um, yeah, and it's horse racing, so yep. no one really cares. I mean- <laughs> It didn't really come as a surprise to me. I don't watch horse racing, but, you know, I like to 
the big ones. I'll I'll watch them just for the culture. It's okay. And, uh, it lasts for about ninety seconds and then you're done. That is so. very true. However, Tis the Law did have a pretty favorable betting odd, so doesn't really not really surprising to anybody in the horse racing community that Tis the Law is the horse that won. I definitely wanted to put some money on it with the boys here, although no one responded to my text. <laughs> yep. More like if you want to put money on it, go ahead. Just do it on your own. <laughs> oh yeah. That. Ethan, unless you have more news. Did we talk about Cade Cunningham? Oh, Shoot, we right. talked about this right before the podcast and completely yeah. forgot. All right, I'll, let's do it. I'll, 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 I'll go. So basically, do, although there's a postseason ban with the uh, with Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham has said he will stay at Oklahoma State. Um, he, it was uh, rumored that he was going to move somewhere else, but he has Or said, enter. Well, actually, no, he wouldn't enter the draft. No. I yeah, think there was he, rumors he would enter the G League if he wanted to, but I know he turned down a contract the size of, I want to say Jalen Green, what they offered him when he entered the G League. Yeah, so, Cade Cunningham will be playing for Oklahoma State next year, even though they have a postseason ban, so. Yep. I, I don't really have anything else. No. Oh, no, no, I do have one more thing. Oh, no. He seems pretty passionate he about does. this other thing. That's why I'm scared. What do you have? Well, the 236 Merseyside Derby happened oh my gosh okay look i just want to point this out he's going to be so happy that everton tied liverpool but i want to bring up the fact that it's been 10 years since everton has beaten liverpool in the merseyside derby hey, also they didn't up. score it was zero yeah, zero it was, no, no, i'll take it though you'll take it because it's one point that moves you from 13th to 12th which let me tell you does absolutely nothing you're not in relegation you're not fighting for european soccer my friend it had absolutely i'm fighting to do for european anything. soccer next year that's what i'm but that has nothing to do <laughs> you with hope. this year's game. You yeah. hope. Hey, hey, we got Carlo Ancelotti's going to take us to victory. That's all I got to say. Oh, my gosh. Next segment. All right, next segment. Uh, so we're going to try something a little new today. Um, we, I kind of came up with this idea um, about a couple weeks ago, maybe, and I threw this out here. What we are going to try is each of us picked our top 10 NFL teams that have won a championship. Um, so, what? Wait, What's that wait, look? No, you mean top ten? I thought we were doing the top ten seasons that a team had to win. A well, season. yes. yes. Oh, I, thought, I thought you meant top ten. No, no, like single-year teams, like yes. the oh. 85 Bears oh, or something. Okay. Right, no. not, not like franchises, but just franchise okay, years. Right. I want to put a disclaimer on this. Ethan completely forgot to do his research and looked at his phone for about ten seconds before this podcast started. <laughs> so... If we start making fun of him for his terrible selections, unless he makes good selections, which maybe he will, it's not our fault. Yep. Um, also, when I say championship, uh, I should have been more precise and said Super Bowl. So sorry, this, Browns. Well, yes. Sorry, Browns. So you will see no Cleveland Browns, um, no Houston Texans, no Vikings, as I'm wearing my Thielen jersey, uh, no Lions. Um, no Jaguars. No Jaguars, exactly. Uh, so only Super Bowl era teams here. Um, so how do we want to do this? Just each of us Should give we the just rundown. Say each of our number ten, and then we can just see if there's any like outstanding like. Wait, well, so you want to go from ten to one, and we each give our number. Like you want to ten through the nine through. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it might be better just to go through. Each of us go through our own. That way you can, like, compare the broad scale of it as opposed to, like, I might have something in my 9 that you had in your 10. 
not yeah, necessarily yeah. the best point okay. for conversation. So are we are we doing there explanations after? Do you just want to say it? Then we can. Explain Why don't we just we say it, and then if we need to defend ourselves, okay. particularly okay, you, cool. then we can. Well, can I start? You are literally about to read it off of a website. He is literally about to read no, it off. No, I'm website. gonna. I'm looking and I'm changing things. Go ahead, Ethan. No, can you go last so you can change things not on the fly? No, no, no. But then he's gonna copy off of us. That's true, Ethan. Go, go. Ethan. <laughs> so at number ten. <laughs> okay, Todd, please go. Okay, I guess I'm going now. <laughs> All right, so at number 10, I have the 1999 Rams, who defeated the Titans in Super Bowl 34. Um, at 9, I have the Joe Namath Jets from 1968, uh, who beat the Baltimore Colts. Um, at 8, I have the 76 Raiders, uh, coached by John Madden in Super Bowl 11. Um, right before them, at 7, is the 75 Steelers. Um, at six, I have the 89 49ers with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Oh, so good. Um, then at five, a little bit of a sleeper here, I have the 69 Chiefs with Len Dawson at quarterback. And six should be seven, in my opinion. Hall of Famers on that defense. Um, not to mention Hank Stram as their head coach. Then at four, 85 Bears with that killer defense and... Jim McMahon and Walter Payton on offense. Then at three, the 92 Cowboys who beat the Bills, I believe, 52 to 10. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, then at two, this might not sit well with a lot of people. I have the 72 Dolphins, the only undefeated team in the history of the NFL. And that's surprising, but I'm going to take the route that Coach Don Shula said. In 1973, he said that his 73 team was better than his 72 undefeated team. And so I'm going the same way. And I'm saying that the best team that won a Super Bowl is the 1973 Miami Dolphins, not the 72 Dolphins. I got to be real here. When I heard your list, I looked down at mine and I go, maybe I was looking at different things. I think I had like four teams that you had in your top 10. But to be 100% honest, I kind of did what Ethan did, except <laughs> I looked at a bunch of different websites and how they ranked them and put their reasoning. And yeah, I, I, I did a deep dive well, and kind of went on my own. Web, no, I looked at this website and I genuinely agree with it. So. Okay. 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 No, no, no. Should I go next or do you want to go next? I don't care. I'll go next. Okay. Since you're so excited. At number 10, we have the 1991 Washington Redskins. No, absolutely not. Hey, 14 and 2, 30 points a game, four Hall of Famers. They beat the Bills by as he's reading off of as he's reading. My number 10 team scored 37 points a game. I gotta be real here. I'm just gonna put this out here to defend Ethan. I actually have them at number six on my list. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a very it's a very big stretch. But they Look were at the roster, people. Yeah, that's one thing that I really didn't do in depth. I just looked over it and I was like, yeah, but to be fair, they had two losses and those two losses came by a combined five points. So that kind of stood out for me. So there you go, Ethan. I'll defend you, number 10. At number nine, I have the 93 Dallas Cowboys. 93 instead of 92. Interesting. Yeah, the 93 Dallas Cowboys. Um, uh, number eight, I have the uh, 75 Steelers. Okay, I can respect that. Number seven. Oh, number seven. 
realizing Uh-oh. that reading off of a website does not exactly do you good. I have the 2004 New England Patriots. I gotta be real here. I also have a Patriots team that is definitely not the 2004 Patriots. I'm sorry. My thing with the Pats is that, yes, they've been good, but at the same time, from a roster perspective, they don't have star-studded players. To me, that puts all of it on Bill Belichick taking essentially nobodies and making them into somebodies, which one coach does not a good team make. You're not wrong. All right, that number six, I have the 1996 Green Bay Packers. Mm. They, were, they were the best in the league at both points allowed and points scored and had this... Uh, Amazing special team, so yeah, I have them in my top. Well. I'll give it to they beat you. The Patriots by fourteen, so that's another. Good yeah, point. but that was a very different Patriots At team. Number five, I have the seventy-eight Steelers. Okay, that's fair. At yeah. number four, I have the eighty-five Bears. Obviously. Okay, like, yes, like eighty-five Bears. <laughs> At number three, I've got the 89 49ers. Okay, I like this. At number two, I have the eighty-four 49ers. Okay, yes, they have Bill Walsh. Yes, they have Joe Montana. But I don't even... Dwight Clark. Yeah, but I would take Jerry Rice over Dwight Clark any day of the year. No offense to Dwight Clark, but he's not Jerry Rice. And number one, I obviously have the 72 Dolphins, so... There's my list. Actually, a little less controversial than I thought it would be. Well, that's that's kind of the problem. That's because you're reading off of a website where you have people who make money off of grading this stuff, so they should be at least somewhat. Also, the '91 Redskins just bothers me. So, you know who their quarterback was? I I don't care if he was a Pro Bowler or not. Mark Rippin. Hey, Ott. Wait, why are you going after me? He is number six. I'm going after the both of you. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but this is, this is like, I don't know. I, again, like I said, I did my research, but not nearly as much as what Todd did, so I didn't look into <laughs> it super depthfully. At number 10, I have the 2016 Patriots, because they went 14-2. and two. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and that was his fifth ring, so, I mean, he was... And not to mention the victory over the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Yes, it is the greatest comeback in sports history. Okay, maybe not sports history, but NFL history. Yes. The greatest comeback in NFL history. Yeah. Ah, uh, actually it's debatable. In a Super Bowl. In a Super Bowl. You gotta you gotta remember what Frank Reich did in the nineties with the Bills. Jim Kelly is out. He goes and takes the Bills over the Houston Oilers when they were down by like thirty some points at halftime. That's true. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of bias at 10, but I'm going to stick with it. At 9, I have the 92 Cowboys. They went 13-3. and three. Too low, too low. <laughs> okay, again, like I said, didn't go super in-depth into it, but it was Mike Orvin, Emmett Smith, and Troy Aikman's Cowboys. Yes. Which I then had at number 8 as well, the 93 Cowboys. That went 12-4. and four. However, they had an average margin of victory of over two touchdowns. Now, I didn't really look at average margin of victory for the other ones, but I figured because this one kind of stood out to me and it was in the articles that I was looking at, 
obviously. I'm assuming it's probably good. And also, <laughs> if you're beating teams by two touchdowns on the regular, yeah, you're doing something right. At I'll give you seven, that. I had the 96 Green Bay Packers. They were first in the league in uh, offense, first in the league in defense, killer special teams. They went 13-3. and Desmond Solid Howard. Team. It was the Brett Favre and Antonio Freeman combination that... I don't know. I feel like it's a little underrated, but you know, it is. being a fan of the whatever division they're in, cause I don't NFC know North, <laughs> NFC North, maybe maybe you have a little insight on that. I mean, I I definitely looked at the team. Antonio Freeman. I was kind of struggling with him honestly because he's yes he had flashes, but at the same time the guy made one Pro Bowl, you know. Yeah, that's fair. And to be honest, I only know his name because he made that really amazing circus Ag- catch where he like against my Vikings. <laughs> yeah. That that's really the only reason I know him. But like, I also had his card in Madden, and it was really good. So I'm assuming he was <laughs> you're not helping it. yourself. No, here. I'm not. But to be fair, yeah, they did have Reggie White though. Oh, uh, that's true. They did. Okay, number six. I know Ethan. Got a little, little bit of hate for having the Redskins. I can dish it out on you, too. <laughs> I, had the 90, okay, I had the 91 Redskins at number six because they went 14-2. and two. Any team that goes 14-2 and two is obviously a good team. But those two losses were only by a combined five points. And when I'm looking at five points, I mean, I personally, everybody knows the six, or no, they were 14 now because they didn't have 16 games, right? right? The Dolphins, well, no, no, they were 17-0 or, if you yeah, count playoffs. But, you know, the Dolphins, they're looked at as one of the greatest teams of all time because they have an unblemished record. And the fact that the Redskins were five points away from that, if those five points weren't scored, they scored six points more, you could be looking at the Redskins arguably the best team ever just because of their unblemished record. But, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't maul teams the way that the 72 Dolphins did either. That is very true. Who actually beat the Redskins in the Super Bowl. So... At five, I have the 78 Steelers, not the 75. I Steelers still think 75 had. is better than 78, but... I don't know. I've, I mean, they had essentially the same team. It was one of the last years of the Iron or Steel Curtain. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd take veteran... Pro, I mean, they were probably... They were, you know... I, I'm, I'm just saying, I would take 75 LC Greenwood and Mean Joe Green over 78 LC Greenwood and Mean Joe Green. But True. They are the only team on my list to have double-digit Hall of Famers on that team, so that kind of stands out, to me at least. They had 10 Hall of Famers part of that team. Bradshaw, Franco Harris, Stallworth, at Swan. F- at four. Ethan, you had them at two. I have the 84-49ers. They did go 15-1, and one, which again, a win away from being a completely perfect record. I'm sorry, Todd's face throughout this has just been, like... <laughs> Filled with disdain. <laughs> 100%. To be truthful, though, like I said, Todd did do his research, so I'm not going to give Todd any hate because he definitely put some time in and extra effort. Unlike the person to the left of me, which is Ethan, who literally read off a website and defended the claims that they made on the website. At three, I have the Chicago Bears, the 85 Bears that... You know, like we, like Ethan said, has to be a top five team of yep. all time. The fridge. <laughs> I mean, fifty and one. What more can you say? I mean, they. The, I'm pretty sure that going into the season, the question was, can they go undefeated? And when you're questioning if a team can go undefeated, 
let's be real here, that means you're good. At two, I have the 89 San Fran 49ers. Now, I have them ahead of the 84, although they lost one more game. I think they should be ahead of the 84. <laughs> I'm, I'm more directing that to Ethan because he read off the website, one of which that I looked at. <laughs> Jerry Rice, the greatest receiver of all time. I feel undoubt like no argument. No, no one's going to dispute that. He's on that team, so, I mean... And, and then, Joe Montana, yes, still playing Montana. at Joe Montana no, level. I, I've got a case for greatest wide receiver of all time. No, I don't want to hear it. Who who else could you possibly say besides actually, yeah, maybe I, Randy I, Moss? I do want to hear it. Martavis Bryant. No, no. Just get out. The door is right <laughs> over there. You are fired. I, never mind. Never mind. I was going to say something, but I thought better myself. <laughs> I also feel like on that 89 team, though, better defense as well. Because, yes... Ronnie Lott is still there from the 84 team, but you also have guys like Charles Haley. That's so. very true. And obviously, number one, top, I think, probably three team in anybody's list of top teams after the 72 Dolphins, simply because they are, you know, the only team to ever go perfect and win the Super Bowl. I mean, that kind of just stands out to anybody who looks at it, even non-football fans. Yeah. All right, so um, now as we have finished up our rankings there, um, we're going to move into a quick little message from our boys at Anchor, uh, and then we'll get back to you with some roster outlooks. Thank you for uh, listening to that uh, quick little ad from Anchor. Um, so like I said, we're going to get into some roster outlooks here, uh, as we've been doing, continuing the series. So today we are going to break down the rosters of the NFC South, um, which, for those of you that don't know, uh, you're looking at the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So um, for this, I guess we're going to start with the Saints. Yeah. All right, Ethan. That'll be me. So obviously at quarterback, um, they're, they're pretty set. They obviously have Drew Brees as their go-to guy, and then obviously we all love we all know and love Taysom Hill, hey. the legend himself. What? You're forgetting the backup. I know. I'm. I because I'm say saying that. I'm saying Taysom Hill, and they also have Jameis Winston, formerly of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But as we get into the Buccaneers, they obviously have a new and improved quarterback, which we'll get to. In yeah, a little we'll get bit. to. Yeah. Don't take. Don't still talk thunder. <laughs> they also. They also have Tommy Stevens. Yes, which <laughs> is the former Penn State quarterback who. Transferred, I believe, after Sean Clifford was told that he would get the starting deal or starting job. So they they probably don't care about Penn State sports, but um. Well, okay, but we're from Pennsylvania, yeah, so but okay, um, a little bit of a personal connection. At running back, they're also pretty set. They have Alvin Kamara, who obviously has had a great absolute years. beast, and they also have at the backup Latavius Murray, who. When he was playing for the Vikings, was that like a good starting right Also back? with the Raiders, too. And last year, when Kamara was out for a couple of games, Latavius Murray stepped in and put up huge numbers. Yeah. Um, so moving on to wide receiver. Ty Montgomery. Oh. Do you see him on your list? No. I'm using the Africa Sports. I don't know. I'm telling you guys, our lads. Our lads is the no, way to go. ESPN. No, our lads is better than ESPN. I promise you. Yeah, but at least ESPN has the names of players that are on the teams. It's like the sixth time that Ethan screwed up with Yahoo Just Sports. Stop using Yahoo Sports. Just All right. stop. Okay, for those who don't understand, Ty Montgomery was also on the Saints, and he had a pretty 
solid career with the Packers for the couple years he was there. Yeah, I'd rather take Alvin Kamara and Latavius well, okay, Murray. Yeah, but... fair, fair. <laughs> All right, anyway, Ethan, wide receivers. Obviously, they picked up Emmanuel Sanders out, out of free agency, right? Yep. Or they trade for him. Uh, I think free agency. I think he walked. Was it? Yeah. And they also oh, they obviously have Michael Thomas, who's one of the best in the league right now. So. The best. The best. Also, Traquan Smith, I believe, as their third man, who yep. has been pretty solid. Um, and Ted Ginn is no longer there from uh, what I've seen. Yes, that is. Yeah. He either signed somewhere. Or yeah, I forget traded. where he is now. Um, yeah, so um, at tight end, they've got Jared Cook, who's put up a pretty solid 12-year career um, with the Raiders and the Saints. Yeah. And they also have Josh Hill, who's kind of been just around there. Yeah. Kind of like He's been solid He's as been a solid. second tight end. Yeah. Um, moving on to the O-line. O-line's pretty good. Uh, they have Austin uh, Pete. Andrus Pete. Andrus, not Austin. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yahoo Sports over here. No offense to Yahoo Sports, just the fact that Ethan can't seem to figure out how to use it. Austin Pete. <laughs> Andrus Pete, man. Andrus Pete, uh, Cesar Ruiz, uh, Taryn Armstead, Ryan Ramchick, and Eric McCoy. I was about to say, you went over the center position and almost <laughs> forgot Eric McCoy. I was like... Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Ted Ginn is now with the Bears. I just looked it up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, D-line. Obviously, they've got Cam Jordan, who's proven to be one of the best yes. ends in, in the game right now. Agreed. Um, they also have Marcus Davenport, and at the tackle, they got Sheldon Rankins and Malcolm Brown. Sheldon Rankins, my former, uh, no, sorry, not Sheldon Rankins. I'm thinking Sheldon Richardson. Never mind. Uh, at the linebacking court, they have Alex Anzalone. Anzalone. Uh, they've got Kiko Alonso, Demario Davis, and I was gonna say, don't you forget Demario Davis. And they also drafted Zach Bond. Big drafts out of Wisconsin. Yeah, that was a huge because he was supposed to be like a first round. Pick. He was they a guy I like projected going in the first round. And they got to, like second or third round. Third round pick, and I was I was pretty shocked he fell that far because I'm pretty sure at least me well, and the Saints and the Saints needed a linebacker. They got a first round linebacker. In the yeah, third round well, because they lost. Um, shoot, what's his name? Shoot, he went to the Bills. Middle linebacker had been there for years. AJ Klein. Ah, that's, that's right. who I'm thinking of. They lost AJ Klein. All right. Then, um, at the like secondary, they have they've got Marshawn Lattimore, one of the best young corners yeah, in the league. Yeah, they also have Janoris Jenkins, another solid cornerback. Um, solid, yeah. At strong at free safety, they recently just re re uh, resigned. They got Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm back. Jenkins, yeah, signed. Not well. What are you talking he about? Was, he was he was a saint. Oh. But then he went to the Eagles, and now he's back okay, with the Saints. fair enough. I thought you meant he, like, re-signed with the team. No, no, not, like, like, renewing his contract. And then at strong safety, they got Marcus Williams. Um, what happened to Eli Apple? He's on the... somewhere. No, he was supposed no, to go to the no, Raiders, but yeah, then the deal got, fell through. Yeah. So isn't he still on the roster? Well... Oh, sports. All right, I'm, I'm, I'll get back to you on this. <laughs> and then at kicker... Will Lutz... You gotta be kidding me, Will Lutz! <laughs> Will Yahoo Lutz. Sports. <laughs> Will Lutz is their kicker, and then Thomas More sets their punter. So how could you forget have, Will Lutz? Yeah, he's like a really good kicker. Oh, One they got Bla- are you gonna say Blake Gilligan? Yes, I was about to say Penn State's Blake Gilligan. Um. All right. Let's see. I thought Eli Apple was 
Was he supposed to go to the Raiders? He was supposed to go to the Raiders. I literally and, just said that 10 seconds ago. Yeah. Eli Apple is with the Panthers now. I did not know that. I didn't know that as well. Alright, Todd, you wanna go up next? Um, sure. Alright, so I will be breaking down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, which Jameis Winston is um Jameis Winston is gone, so that means that they need a new quarterback, and guess who they got? They got the GOAT with a capital G O A T. Reed said it. No. Much Tom respect. Brady. Um, and behind him is Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about Blaine Gabbert. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. Um, and literally behind him at the running back position is Ronald Jones II. Um, they also drafted Kashawn Vaughn. Um, they have, uh, oh man, my roster just reset for some reason. Dag nabbit. All right. Um... Uh, Dare Ogunbowale. Hope I said that right. Um, but anyway, going to wide receiver, Brady has been equipped with probably one of the most stacked wide receiver cores in the league with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, and there are a bunch of other guys below them, but for the most part, it's those two guys. And at the tight end position, you get... Rob Gronkowski, and O.J. Howard. So a lot of offensive toys. Are you going to bring up Cam Brait? Well, I'm just saying he's a solid... For, he as is. a third string, he's yeah. good for a third string. He's I'll give play. you that. He's not going to play, though. Let's be real here. There are very little packages in the NFL where there are three I'm just saying as, as a third string tight end, that's a pretty good third string Hold tight up. End. He's not even listed on my roster. Um, also, just got to say this to... Uh, Talk about how great that wide receiving core is. I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, but Mike Evans and Godwin were both top five in receiving yards. They were. With Jameis Winston as quarterback. Jameis Winston threw for a ton of yards, but his problem is that he threw for a ton of picks, too. Pretty sure it was as many picks as any or touchdowns. Well, uh -huh. he had one more touchdown. But anyway, he, was, he had like 30 and 30, yeah. which is not yeah. great. But anyway... Um, so, a lot of offensive toys for Tom Brady to play with down in Tampa. Um, on the O-line, we're talking Brad Seaton, Zach Bailey, um, Zach Shackelford at uh, center, um, Aaron Stinney, Joe Haig, and um, they drafted, why is he not on here, Tristan Wirfs um, out of Iowa. Um, so... I mean, it's a meh O-line. Um, not anywhere near like what the Raiders have or what the Cowboys had a couple years ago. Um, but they've definitely been shoring it up for Brady. Um, then we go to the D-line. You got Nadomnik and Sue and um, Vita Vea, um, the former pick out of, um, out of Washington. Uh, he's your, your nose tackle, and then the other end is William Golston. Uh, remember, they also um, they lost Carl Nassib to the Raiders in free agency. Um, so maybe not as effective off the end, but at outside linebacker, you have Jason Pierpaul, who's been an absolute stud. Um, 
I'm trying to think if I'm missing anyone really for edge rushers. Not a whole lot. Um, then at inside linebacker, uh, oh, I forgot Shaq Barrett. Sorry. Sorry. He, he was a little bit further down that's on my what, list. That's what I, was but say. I know. You're flagging me. I see it. Shaq Barrett, who's an absolute beast. Um, then at inside linebacker, you have Devin White and Levante David. Two great guys there. Um, I'm just saying that linebacking core is like... That's a scary linebacking <laughs> core, yeah. It's a scary team overall. Yeah. Um, then in the secondary, um, your corners are Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy Bunting. Um, they also, at safety, have Justin Evans and Mike Edwards. They also drafted Antoine Winfield Jr. Very underrated. Very underrated. And the son of, if I'm not mistaken, former Vikings... Was he a corner? Something. I forget. Something on defense. I know that. Yeah. Antoine Winfield Sr. So, um, yeah, I'd say expect big things out of this defense. I mean, they were ranked, like, I want to say number one in rushing as a defense. Um, so, definitely scary in the front seven. Um, your place kicker is Matt Gay, uh, and your punter is Bradley Pinion. Yeah, it's about it. <laughs> So that's your, um... Oh, wait, we have to do, um, like, uh, record oh, predictions. Oh, record predictions. For, I'll go for the Saints. I'm gonna say 10 and 6. You're kidding. 10 and 6 is a little low. I'd say at least 13 and 3. I'd say at least 12 and 4. I think the Bucks are gonna beat them twice. Give it... That's... I don't know. I think they'll losses. split. I think the Bucks... I think the Bucks win at home and the Saints win in the Dome. Okay. Alright, let me rephrase. I'll go, I'll go 12 and 4. Okay. That's a big difference, though. That's the difference between first round buy and wild card. Actually, never mind. No, that one buy. There's only one first round buy this oh, year. Oh, that's true. But anyway, um, then for the Bucks, I'd say honestly, probably in that twelve and four range. I think they have the opportunity to really be good this year. This I know this segment isn't hot takes, and that's a little bit later. I know you said you think it's going to be a home and home split. Bold prediction. The Buccaneers win in New Orleans, and the Saints win in Tampa. I what? just said Wait, that! No, so you're saying an away-away split. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So you're saying the Bucks win in New Orleans, but the Saints win in Tampa Bay. Yes. Oh. That's, exact, that's literally the words I used. Oh, okay. All right, anyway. Don't scream at me. <laughs> Continue. You have who? The Falcons? I have the Falcons, yes. Which, to be 100% honest, on paper last year, should have been a playoff team. Wait, yeah. they, they weren't in the playoffs, right? No, they weren't. Okay. But yeah, they should have been a playoff team. I mean, you have former MVP Matt Ryan. He is getting up there in age. So but he's still pretty he's, yeah, firm in his prime. He's still he's still playing pretty good. Obviously, they lose uh, Devontae Freeman to free agency. But he wasn't doing a whole lot for them anyway. He was solid like three years ago. And they got Todd Gurley this year. Excuse me, backup quarterback Matt Schaub. The Matt left. Schaub was pretty nice for the Texans yes, in 2010. He, was. <laughs> However, ago, he is 38, and like you said, that was 10 years ago. Yes. So, no hate on Matt Schaub. So Matt Schaub, if you listen to this, you Wait, were one of my favorite quarterbacks what? back then. It was the Texans, right? Yes, okay, Texans. that's not just me thinking. Matt Schaub, when I come on the podcast, we'd love to have you. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I thought you were about to start taking my job over there for a quick second. Yikes. All right. Um, not going to lie. Edo Smith, backup running back. Not many people know his name. He's I not do bad. because of Madden, but he's 
he's a solid backup. Um, wide receiver, well, obviously. Well, you didn't say who they have at running back. I mean, I mentioned it. Yeah, you mentioned it. Todd Gurley. Yeah, oh. Ethan. That's the second time you've tried to scream at me. <laughs> okay, wide receiver, as I was saying. One of the most stacked mm-hmm. wide receiver cores, at least at the one and two spot in my opinion. Yeah, I just looked at who their three is. <laughs> to be honest, I'm looking at the roster and I don't know who would be three. Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> okay, so it does get a little bit, it gets a little bit <laughs> shaky after two. But Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, you can't tell me that's a nice wide receiving core. Where they go to college again? It doesn't matter where they go to college, Ethan. Georgia, wasn't it? Alabama. No. Riley Ridley's from Georgia. Calvin Ridley's gotcha. an Alabama receiver. Which I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, Riley Ridley is either the cousin or somehow related to Calvin Ridley. But that's besides yeah. the point. Um, tight end, solid tight end, and Hayden Hurst. Um, and solid. He's solid. not Austin Hooper. Yeah, yeah he's I'm not Austin upset about Hooper. Austin Hooper. I am upset. He was a stud for fantasy football last year, and then he went and got hurt. But um, and now he plays with the Browns. So he's probably not going to do much. No. Well, no. Okay, look, and we Joku have... will take a back seat to Austin Hooper. Yeah, he definitely will. That, so that's he can... we're, we're actually going to do a fantasy football in another episode, though. So stay tuned for that. Well, later on, yeah. Yes. Assuming it happens, but yes. <laughs> also, Jaden Graham. Is he like related to Jimmy Graham? He kind of looks like him a little bit. I have no clue. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know, but anyway, solid. I know the offensive line is a little bit shaky, but they've yeah. got some good pieces. Their center, Alex Mack, is a pretty good center, or at least was. No, he he's, still is. He's thirty-four, so he's coming to the end of his career. But he's still but a he's stud. Still, he's still playing good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Chris Lindstrom is a solid young guard. You got uh, Jake Matthews at the tackle slot. Caleb McGarry. Not gonna lie, I don't know that name. Really? Yeah, that's pretty much your starting five right there. Yeah, solid offensive line. Definitely, like Todd said, with the Buccaneers. Nothing compared to the Raiders of today or the Cowboys a couple years ago. Yeah. But. Or even the Eagles of a couple years ago. That is very true. But yeah, solid. The defense, they brought in Dante Fowler off the edge. They got. Yes. Uh, I'm going to just call him Tack McKinley because that's what I've heard him call because I don't know how to pronounce his first name 100%. I would call right. it Takarist, but that's just me. Yeah, something like that. That's a pretty scary DN. Both of them are also pretty young at 24 and 25, so as long as they can get money to work out, that should be there for a little bit. You got Grady Jarrett. I was going to say, please do not neglect the D-tackle position. Yeah, no, Grady Jarrett, also pretty solid on the D-line. I mean, he's... A little bit older than the two of them, but he's still in the prime of his career. Yeah. So that D line's pretty good. Linebacking core. Wait, you forget about Tyler Davison. Who? Came over from the Saints at some point. At some point. At that some point. Like I don't know. Reigns. He looks like Roman Reigns. <laughs> That's funny. All right. All right. Linebacking core. It's an all right linebacking core. Obviously, you got Deion Jones, who, if I'm not mistaken, has been injured. Either one of the last two seasons. So, there have been a lot of injuries yes, on that Falcons of, team. But, I mean, Deion <coughs> Jones. Keanu Neal. Yes, Keanu Neal. <laughs> but he's talented, so you got to give him that. Keanu Neal's talented. For the five games he plays each year. Yes, but still. Um, you got you got 
besides Deion Jones, not much. But you got guys like Deion Buchanan, but that might just be because he was on the Cardinals that I recognize his name. So. Charles Harris is your other starting linebacker is what it looks like. Yeah, also, I don't really know if this guy's good at all, but Fogusade Oluakon, that's a pretty cool name. That is. That's a very cool name. So shout out him because he's got a cool name. Hey. I think I'm starting to sound a little bit like our boy Jordan because when he was on the podcast, he just shouted out everybody we talked hey, about. Hey, say if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> Cornerback is a little after losing Desmond Trufant. It's pretty, it's kind of shaky. AJ Terrell was drafted. And we were all like, we no! Were, yeah, we, we, we all had some issues with that pick. Okay, look, AJ Terrell, good corner. Obviously, he went to Clemson. You gotta be good to go to Clemson. However, yes, I don't think where they selected him, they should have selected him. But, you know, prove me wrong, AJ Terrell, I'd love to watch you play some good football for the Falcons. Absolutely. Um, Keanu Neal, like yeah. we said, at safety. Demonte Casey, I recognize that name because he's on my Madden Ultimate team on my phone. <laughs> uh, no Ricardo shame. Allen. Yeah, Ricardo Allen's a solid safety, so they got a decent secondary again. You forgot about like... Isaiah Oliver, their other corner. I don't recognize him. I don't either. I'm just saying, he's their <laughs> other listed starting corner. Their kicker also has a very interesting Young name. Young Hoku. Shout out to him, though. He was pretty hey, nice last year, actually. Ethan, <laughs> stop, stop. Well, obviously, when did Matt, when did Matt Bryant retire? A couple years ago. A year uh, or two, maybe. Yeah, a year or two, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I can look it up. I know I know, I know. he's pretty famous for recover, or, well, kicking two onside kicks in which both were recovered. I'm pretty sure against the Saints, maybe? No. Yes. Fucking, I don't know. I think it was an in-division game that he kicked two onside kicks and both were recovered, which, pretty impressive for a kicker. I mean, that'll definitely make the highlight reel. You're talking about Young Hoku? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, From what I see, Matt Bryant retired in 2019. Yeah, so just a year ago. But yeah, yeah, solid team. Also, Ryan Allen, former punter for the Pats, I believe. Yeah, solid team. I'd give them... Nine and six, eight and eight. Nine just, and six? How do you account for that? To be honest, I don't really know, but the fact that they have to play No, 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 I'm saying nine and six adds up to 15. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man, math. Nine and seven. It's okay. either nine and seven or ten and six. Yeah, nine and seven. They play the Pats. They play, they play Tom Brady is no longer on the Pats. They play the Buccaneers. They play the Saints twice. They probably lose all those games, to be honest. <laughs> but, as a nice transition, they might beat this team we're going to talk about next. The Panthers. That was really tacky, not going to lie. Wait, but so how do we want to do this? We can just split it. I mean, that's kind of what we've been doing. So, let's just go chew out the Panthers. Who wants to start off with the chewing out? I wasn't done. Oh, you weren't oh, done? Oh. <laughs> you just went, yeah, which segment? I was like in the middle of my sentence. All right, so, keep going, man. I lost my train of thought, to be honest, though. Yeah, 9-7, and seven, though. 9-7? Nine nine seven? Seven. Okay. Anyway, as Ethan led us into an early bridge, we have the Panthers. Um, quarterback. Kind of interesting here. Um, so Cam Newton is now wandering about in free agency. <laughs> Which I was going to bring up, actually, with news. As far as I know, he still has zero deals. Yeah. Like, on the table, so that's kind of, I mean, yeah. wasn't he a former MVP? He led the Panthers to almost a perfect season and then lost in the Super Bowl after going 15-1. and one. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, at quarterback right now, Teddy Bridgewater, um, the former starter for a Vikings, and um, also a really nice backup for the Saints. So um, he will be leading the Panthers there. Um, behind him, we're talking guys like Will Greer, P.J. Walker, and um, is – shoot, what's his face? I can't think of his name. The guy who's Kyle Allen. Is Kyle Allen. Else. Okay. Yeah, he's not there anymore. Okay. Um, then running back, you've got Christian McCaffrey, who's Obviously, an absolute beast. Yeah. Arguably the best running back in the game. Right. And behind him, Reggie Bonifon, who has been actually pretty solid, uh, and Jordan Scarlett, who came from Florida, if I'm not mistaken, drafted last year. Um, Florida is correct. Yeah. Yeah. It was him and um, my shoot. What's his name? Uh, P Ryan. Lamichael yeah. P Ryan. Yeah. All right. I'll take wide receiver. Go for it. Um, at wide receivers. They've got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Farrah Cooper, Curtis Samuel, and Seth Roberts as their wide receiving core. So, a lot, a lot of guys. And Keith Kirkwood. And Keith Kirkwood. Yeah. My boy from Neptune, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, let's go. That's a shout-out to Todd's hometown. That is a shout-out hey, to Keith, my hometown. Hey, Keith, if you're watching this, we'd love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Ethan, Ethan just leave. There's a window right no, there. No, I'm saying <laughs> this wide receiver for the Panthers, it's not as, I don't want to say bad. I'd say it's depthful, but not it's, no it's maybe talent. Yeah, it's maybe underrated a bit, I feel I would like. say it's underrated. Um, And then tight end, Ian Thomas. Who? <laughs> And Chris Manhurts. Obviously losing Greg Olson. Yes. Uh, it's a free agency, but... Yeah, not a whole lot at the tight end position. Uh, who wants to take O-line? Yeah, I don't think any of those tight ends had over 200 yards. <laughs> well, when you're sitting behind Greg Olson, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's true, but there's no real... I mean, I can take O-line unless you want it, JR. To be 100% honest... Okay, never mind. I do, I do recognize a few names. Uh, <laughs> Russell Okun, Russell Matt Paradis. yeah. I mean, Greg Little, who I'm pretty sure was, yeah, Ole Miss, he had a little bit of a, wasn't he the guy that got caught with a video of him smoking something? No, that was baby? Laramie Tunsil. No, okay, yeah, he, but he also went to Ole Miss, correct? Laramie Tunsil? Yeah. I'll, 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 I don't know, I'll, get back to his, anyway, it's I'm not sure. relevant, he plays for the Texans. <laughs> yeah, but Greg Little, solid tackle, he's young, Taylor Moton. Taylor Mo. It was Ole Miss. Okay, Taylor Moton is. I've heard that name before. I've heard the name before. To be honest, I don't really see any big name guys. Yeah, they got rid of Tri Turner, but that's how they got Russell Okung. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, Dennis Daly and John Miller are guys that I'm seeing as um, as other starters, and obviously Matt Paradis, um, who came from Denver. Was it this year? I believe. This is his first Maybe. season in Carolina, I think. At yeah. least recently, and then the last couple of years. Yeah, I was either sure this year or last year. Um, all right, D line. I uh, got at your ends. You have Kawan Short and Stephen Weatherly. Also, they drafted Yeter Grossmatos out of Penn State. Yeah. Um, they also at uh, nose tackle drafted Derek Brown. Um. Maybe I'm overstepping because maybe he's on as a linebacker because he does play edge rusher more than he does DN. But Brian Burns is also on 
At least on ESPN, listed as a DN. He's listed as an outside linebacker. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I figured that was it. On Yahoo, but which doesn't mean anything. No, Yahoo. <laughs> no, is, I'm no, sorry. Just, no. Yahoo directors fixed your website. <laughs> uh oh, there goes our sponsorship with Yahoo anytime soon. What what sponsorship with Rahu with Rahu Yahoo Wahoo <laughs> Wahoo? Oh my gosh! You guys need to stop. Calm down. <laughs> All right, I'll go to linebacker. I'll take it. Go for it. Uh, I, I have Brian Burns as a linebacker. I also have Shaq Thompson as an inside linebacker who's put up a decent career for himself. Obviously losing Luke Keekley, who actually I don't know if we I don't know if this is important, but he, I think he signed like a management not a manager role, but he signed with the Panthers like I think a scout. Interesting scout. They it, also did lose Mario Addison yes. to the yeah. uh, the Bills, I believe. So they they also have to hear Whitehead and. Um, mm-hmm. Marquise Haynes. Mar- Haynes. I don't know that. why that was so hard to pronounce. I really don't. I also don't know why you had to pronounce that name because I don't know that name. Yeah. To be honest, and honest. no offense, Ethan, but it's, it's Yahoo. Fix your website. No, yeah. I don't think they need to fix their website. I just think you pronounced his name. All right. Do you want to take the secondary? I'll take the secondary. Okay. As we uh, figured out like ten minutes ago, Eli Apple was part <laughs> of the Panthers, so. I mean, he's a solid cornerback. He's not bad, but I wouldn't say he's... You know, he's average. Yeah. I mean, they got Dante Jackson, who I believe is a young prospect. He's had his moments. He's definitely, I think, at least had his name in the news whenever I watch it. So yeah. that's at least a good sign that you're doing something right. Corn uh, Elder. I recognize Ooh. the name, but I don't know why. So if he's good... Good for him, but I don't know. They've just got a solid cornerback pair. Safety is a little bit thin. They obviously have Trey Boston, who is a pretty solid uh, safety, but mm, after that, right. it's it's a little shaky when you're looking at the safety position. I mean, yeah. You also, um, part of the reason, I mean, I know you mentioned uh, Dante Jackson, but James Bradbury, who had been a so, pretty good corner, for um, the Panthers is now, I believe, a Washington Redskin. Yeah, that is correct. So, which you got a uh, you got another somewhat high profile I mean, Panthers corner to go to the Redskins. The first being Josh Norman. Yes, I mean in this they did draft Jeremy Chid in the second round. Uh, yeah. Do you know that name? No, but no. he's a second exactly. round pick. So okay, Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Yes. Pick doesn't matter. Antonio Brown, I'm pretty sure, was a sixth or seventh round pick. pick and Edelman was also in that. Um, Sixth or seventh round, um, yeah, punter Matt Pilardi. Don't really know that name, but they're pretty set at the kicker position. You have uh, Joey Sly, who um, w- he was pretty good uh, last season in place of the other guy. I'm gonna get to Graham Gano, who is a beast. Um, yeah, he was injured for all of last season. Yeah, if you're ever listening. No, uh, no. <laughs> I'm Ethan, I'm going to smack you upside the head if you keep saying stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's really all we have for what we, Panthers. What do we think record? <laughs> Six, Six and ten. ten. That was scary. <laughs> that was scary. We did I, not plan that. <laughs> I was going to say five and eleven, but... Just jump on the, the bandwagon. I'll go six and ten. I'll give him an extra win. All right, so as we close out this podcast, we're going to do what we've been doing, hot takes, takes, and I have a doozy for you guys. All right, well, let's hear yours first. Let's just get this out of the way. So if you have not read 
uh, my most recent article on our website, which, by the way, is... I have to look at the link. Oh, I'm doing that. Because, no, it's, it, it's kind, of, uh, kind of a complicated link here. Um, but anyway, uh, as I'm looking for it, the, the podcast website has a bunch of different articles written by us. Um, I'm well, working from YouTube, but... Well, yeah, but I'm working on a really nice piece that I think you guys will enjoy. Um, why do I not have it on here? I really don't know why. Um, let me just look through my browser history. Anyway, um, so in the article, I broke down the... Oh, here it is. It's Double FM Sports Network dot wixsite.com slash double fmsn yes please check it out yes it's actually pretty nice yeah, they are well done a lot of time and effort into it so. yeah i definitely spent at least like 15 hours making the website so if y'all would check it out it'd mean a lot um, and it's actually it's a really it's actually a good website too. yeah yes. it does look it's not one of those nice. like corny websites that like yeah shows up an ad every two seconds but. so anyway in my article i broke down um breakout candidates for the AFC East division, which contains the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots. Now, in this, I kind of gave a sampling of it, but Joe Flacco, okay, is now a New York Jet. He's sitting behind Sam Darnold, who is pretty much infamous for seeing ghosts and playing poorly. So, like I said in the article... Here's my hot take for you. Sam Darnold either gets injured or plays terribly next year. Joe Flacco comes in as a pinch hitter and leads the team not only to a playoff berth, but to a Super Bowl. Well, well, I mean, okay, he did lead the Ravens to a Super Bowl, so honestly, he does have the experience. He could, yeah. I was going to say, could you see the same thing happen with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick No, no, no. No. Nick Foles only performs well. Well, actually, hold up. I could maybe see it. Hey, it's an outlandish hot take, but I think that could happen with the Bears. So you're just going to mooch off of Todd's hot take uh, and make no. your own? No. I, I will say, I thought you were saying Mitchell Trubisky leading them to a, oh, no, 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 to a no, Super Bowl. No, no, no. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, but he definitely has the ability to tank. So... Hot take right here. Mitchell Trubisky has a breakout season. No, absolutely not. Why not? not? He had one bad season last year. He played. He led the Bears to what? Eleven and five, twelve and four, two years ago. And then Cody Parkey hit the double doink. Yes, but <laughs> I remember that. I mean, let's be real here. Mitch Trubisky and Baker Mayfield, both of them had had terrible seasons last year and have gotten a lot of hate and have talked about already being replaced. But can I remind you that Mitch Trubisky again led the Bears, who I feel like the last couple years have been rebuilding in a sense, to at least 11 wins. I'm pretty sure maybe 12. But remember uh, what he did before that season and the couple seasons. Year. I'm pretty I mean, sure his second year was the year that they read him, led him to the 11. My point being, his breakout year was supposed to be that one where Cody Parkey hit the double doink. Yes. And then what happened? He fell off the face of the earth. Not to mention, he is ill-equipped when it comes to wide receivers. Now, you could also say the same thing about Joe Flacco, um, but there is a strong veteran presence there with uh, Josh Doxson and, um, why can't I think of his name? Shoot. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Thank you. Um, 
wow, Ethan was smart here. For he once. he was he was on it for that. Um, well, he goes to Duke. So that's how I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I forget who else is on that Darren team. Look at his but right now. Um, you got Chris Herndon at tight end, yeah. who was out all of last year. Is, no, never mind. Um, and like I broke down in the uh, the breakout article, if if something like this is to happen for Joe Flacco, that wide receiver core and his tight ends need to up their game seriously. Because, I mean, I said this about the Bills too. I have serious doubts about Josh Allen. I mean... He could be good, but I have also seen plenty of opportunities where he's tried to play hero ball and has failed miserably. My well, main source being that Houston Texans playoff we game watched together. where he literally just chucked the ball behind he did it him. twice. Well, the first time he just dropped the ball yeah. while he was running with it I mean, inexplicably. We were watching that game together. We were watching that game, and we're like, what are you doing? Yeah. So he also has had trouble with the deep ball. So if that continues to happen with Josh Allen... And he can't get the ball to his wide receiver. It, it, it's a co-op, you know. Quarterback has to play well, but the quarterback can't play well unless his receivers are playing well. But the receivers can't play well if the quarterback isn't getting them the ball. So it has to be two of those things. I believe Joe Flacco could perhaps have a renaissance, but it's going to need to be because of those wide receivers. He can't rely on guys like Le'Veon Bell and Frank Gore and LaMichael P. Ryan to carry him. He just yeah. can't. Funny, Ethan. I don't have a problem. It's Le'Veon Bell. I love Frank. I love how you laughed right after I said Michael P. Ryan, though. Yeah, that, I think I'm pretty sure that's what caused you to laugh. No, it was Le'Veon Bell. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. a delayed laugh. Anyway, does anyone else have a hot take? Ethan, if you want to go, but I do have one. Um, I'm. I'm gonna take that as a no. No, I I think I do. As he pulls out his phone. No, 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 I, no, no, I'm not using my phone. Um, then why'd you pick it up? <laughs> I thought I saw a notification. Oh my gosh, look at this. Oh my gosh. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. Which leads into my next hot take. Oh my. No. What, the Jazz are going to win the NBA no, championship no, in your dreams? No, no. Um, I was actually going to say my hot take is... All right, go ahead. Just go with yours. I need to think of He mine. needs to come up with one. Okay, so mine, I know I've done a lot of hot takes on hockey, but hockey is kind of my specialty because I do watch a good bit of hockey. You so, threw hockey like three times into that sentence. Yes, I did. But <laughs> I don't it. Okay, so the MVP trophy in hockey is called the Hart Trophy. In my opinion, Nathan McKinnon will win the Hart Trophy in the next couple years before Connor McDavid does, even though Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL. Yes, that is two hot takes right there. Both McKinnon winning the Hart Trophy, even though he's not the best player. And McDavid and not McDavid, winning it. Also McDavid being the number one player. That's a pretty high debate between eh. Crosby and McDavid, and you're talking to a Penguins fan. Yeah. Um, Are you still thinking of one? Because I have one, but... Definitely still thinking. Okay, I got a kind of a quickie here. There were some rumblings about maybe a month ago that Percy Harvin might come back to the NFL. I did see this. I did see that. Okay, this is wild. I'm gonna say he gets picked up conveniently by the Jets. He did he play for the Jets at one point? He did play for the Jets at one point. I think after his stint with the Seahawks, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, this fits into my past hot take. 
Joe Flacco, and Percy, Percy Harvin, Super Bowl. <laughs> it's outlandish. That is outlandish. Guaranteed, if that happens, we're gonna see Todd in the Percy Harvin jersey. You're in not. Year. You're not. So now you're not gonna go switch to the Jets because no. you seem to be on the Jets right here. No. No. Alright. Ethan, your time has come. <laughs> do you finally have one, or are we just gonna end the podcast here? I, I do have one. As you're thinking one. about it. No, 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 no. I think. My hot take, it's about, actually about the Carolina Panthers. Oh, no. So, I think they're going to go to the Super They're going to go to the Super Bowl in the, as the NFC, and here's how. And here's how. There's a full season breakdown for you. Absolutely. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Plays terrible or gets hurt again. Will Greer no. steps up uh-uh. and leads up to a Super Bowl. With that wide receiving My core. friend, my friend. My friend. Will Greer <laughs> wins the MVP and leads him to the Super Bowl. That, my friend, is not a hot take. That is what you call a cold take. Am I wrong? That's a hot take. It's outlandish. Yes, but... To be fair, that is kind of what happened to the 99 Rams. Okay, but... Okay, look. My, my dad. Do you believe in miracles? That's how Michael says. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you dare bring the miracle on ice into this. Okay, look, look. My dad is a friend who's a West Virginia fan. He went to West Virginia for college. I watch a good bit of West Virginia football for him, and man, do I love myself some Will Greer, but Will Greer is not an NFL MVP. He is not a Super Bowl champ. He is not a starting quarterback. But people NFL. would have said the same thing about Kurt Warner. I love Kurt. I love him. Yeah, 1999 season, Ty Detmer goes down in the first game. Actually, no, preseason, if I'm not mistaken. Goes down in preseason. Guess who comes out from the bench? Kurt Warner. Yes, the Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. Drew Bledsoe goes down. Guess who comes Guess who comes in for him? Actually, he was a Ram before a Cardinal. So. But former Cardinal. Well, yes, but no, anyway. No, 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 Drew Bledsoe goes down. Guess who comes in to replace Tom him? Brady. Tom Brady. But even more so for Kurt Warner, I think he fits the case a little bit better. Kurt then Warner again. starts the 99 season, becomes the league MVP and the Super Bowl MVP. Dick Vermeil is coach of the year. Marshall Falk is offensive player of the year. Okay. That's well, a star Christian, show. Hey, Christian McCaffrey's at running back. Yes, and you know who their two wide receivers are? Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt, who was a rookie. Both of those guys, you could maybe make a comparison to guys like DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Curtis Samuel. Imagine the Panthers and the Jets in the Super Bowl. I can't believe I just made an argument for that, but... I still don't believe it. It's not but gonna then happen. again, we do have guys like Big Ben going out and Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges coming in to replace him, so it, it, there is a chance that it could work yeah. out terribly. Wait, what's he talking about? The Steelers quarterbacks? Yeah. No, he's saying Will Greer could become the next Duck Hodges. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't see that at all. Being 100% real. Don't see it at all. I'm just saying, there are a lot of parallels between that 99 Rams Cinderella season. You can make the same thing for a bunch of other teams that have solid pieces. You want to try? Sure. No, I got got an impossible hot hot take. Tom Brady goes down... Blaine Gabbert wins the MVP. Yeah, now you're just making stuff up. Yeah, you're just making stuff up. I have an actual hot take. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to regret this, 
But I'm looking at the Premier League standings. I didn't know that Sheffield United was in seventh place right now. Next year, yes. European football, specifically the Champions League for Sheffield United. Pretty sure they've won a UEFA Champions League title. Maybe. I did not Probably know. a while ago, but... I know, I'm pretty sure they've won EPL at least once. Oh, I'm sure they have. I mean, back... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think much of Sheffield United. All right, I'm looking this in, up, but... But they're seventh right now. Five places ahead of Everton. Four places behind I, Leicester City. You just had... You, you, of course had they to did just lose 3 nothing to Newcastle. That though. is very true, but it is after the break, so I'm going to give these next, like, two games of the season for each team as a... I don't know. As, like, a training session more than an actual game. Now, obviously, that doesn't matter because you're still getting points, but I'm not yeah. going to really count towards this, which is probably why... What does Leicester play next? I don't know. I know we got... We had a nice game against Watford. That's all I can say. But, yeah, Sheffield United. Definitely could see that, them, though. Expect them in the top four of the EPL next year. Or at least fighting for top four. I've got another. I think one of the big six gets relegated next year. Who? Hotspur, maybe. Arsenal. Hotspur's on the decline. They are. Hotspur's on the decline because they haven't had Harry Kane. Harry Kane is their centerpiece of that team when it comes to offensive mm-hmm. attacking. You could also maybe make an argument for Arsenal. David Luiz. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't stand him. The second that I Did saw... He get, didn't he get a red card against... Yes, the second that Man I saw... Yeah. was it? Somebody went down with an injury. Like, the first 11 minutes, David Luiz came on, and I go, uh-oh, this is not going to go good. 25 minutes later or something... <laughs> he gets a red card. Gets a red card, concedes a penalty, 2 nothing Man City. Yeah, David Luiz... He's had some issues. He's had his t- he's had his moments though. I will give him that, especially playing for Brazil. I'm pretty sure they won or they won a World Cup back then, like two or three World Cups ago. They were at least really good. I know that, so I'm not gonna hate on David Luiz, but yeah. All right, I I don't I never thought this would be this hard to find. Has Sheffield United? Won the Premier League. Let me get you right here, Todd. Does anyone have anything They else? won the original Football League in 1898. Wow. <laughs> Solid. I mean. Um. Okay, here we go, here we go. Sheffield United FC, quick facts. Um, Make sure it's not Sheffield Wednesday, because that's another thing. I know, I know. They won, um, they won League One in 2016 or 2017. They won the Premier League once, I guess. But they won the FA Cup four times. Hey, that's definitely solid. I'll, Sheffield United, they're on the they're on the rise. That's what the word I was looking for. They're on the rise. Anybody else have any hot takes? No, I think I'm good for now. Ethan, your hot takes aren't even hot takes. They're just... No, the Panthers won. Todd defended it. I can't believe I did, but yeah. (laughs) Todd defended it, but there's a difference between making a case and actually believing it. I can believe that. No, you can't. Al Michaels can believe it. I can't believe I just that. If Al Michaels can believe anything, (laughs) so can you. Okay, well, if that's your idea, the Browns can win the Super Bowl this year. Hey, That's actually not that far off. Okay, but he yells at me all the time. And our boy Donnie Dismentis, I know you listen to these. You yelled at me after I made a case for the Browns winning the Super Bowl. I'm standing by it. 
Hey, Taylor, we can't insult Donnie. He's our most viewed video. I'm not insulting him. I love him. He is not our most viewed video. Yes, he is. On, as of the switch to Anchor and Spotify and everything, Donnie Dismentis, shout out Donnie Dismentis, you are our most viewed video with 26. No, I'm talking about, like, are we counting YouTube views in there? Okay. Because then that would be our first video in my basement. So... All right. So I think that's pretty much all we have. If you want to come hound JR's um, picks, his address is, no, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, please do not release my address. My parents would not be happy. And I, w- I would like to remind you, our creative director is my father, John Miserec. Hey. By the way, happy Father's Day if all the fathers here are still listening. You know, it's a little late, but. Yeah, I know. Father's it was Day. yesterday, but it's okay. Um, anyway, I think that's pretty much all we have. Um, we're going to try and keep this fairly regular. Um, maybe once a week. Yeah, about. And as long as we don't get any spikes in COVID activity, uh, look for more in-person stuff. We're, we're very excited. Yeah, because I'll be honest, the phone call Foddy. Oh, it was trash. <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely terrible. That's all we could do. Let's be real. I hope this, uh, this microphone is a little bit worth it. Yes. Here's hoping. So, um, until next time, I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Mizrak. And we are signing off. Take care.